Hello and welcome to Unashamedly Human, the podcast. This is episode 40. My name is Emily Chabon and this episode was recorded as a live video into my free Facebook group, That Crazy Thing Called Life. Now, if you're not a member of That Crazy Thing Called Life, hop over to the show notes. The link is there for you to join the other 3,000 plus women who are dedicated to learning more about managing their mind, building their emotional resilience, strengthening their spiritual connection, and also that they can manifest better results for themselves and their loved ones. Now, before we hop into today's episode, which is all about how your current definition of success might be holding you back from manifesting your dreams, I am going to shamelessly promote myself. If you are not following me on Instagram, please do so. Go on. Emily underscore that crazy thing called life. I'm getting good at the grid, guys. I'm getting good at the grid. On top of that, my stories are hashtag hilarious. So definitely worth a follow. Emily underscore that crazy thing called life. Now, if you have loved this episode, please share it. Use the hashtag unashamedly human. Share it and then tag me in your Insta stories. Emily underscore that crazy thing called life. Share it with a mate. Tell Sharon about it. Tell your mum to have a listen. You can listen on Spotify, iTunes. If you are listening on iTunes, please rate and review. And as always, at my website, emilychabourne.com. If you've got any questions, queries or comments, please feel free to email me, info at emilychabourne.com. Now, if you are interested in really propelling your results, manifesting a different result for yourself and for your family and loved ones, maybe you are about to go into business for yourself, maybe you are bored of being stuck and stagnant and feeling like you are never really achieving anything, maybe you're looking for that perfect partner or you would like to have a better relationship with your body and your health, then think about joining The Hub. The Hub is your one-stop shop for all things mindset, manifestation and spirituality. The link is in the show notes. We would love to welcome you. It is a minimum of a six month commitment. It's not bullshit expensive. It's very affordable. There is a payment plan available for you and I would love to be greeting you there. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate your time and your energy. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi. My name is Emily Chadbourne, and welcome to Unashamedly Human, the podcast. Where we explore how we can better understand our thoughts, feelings, and actions, change our results, and feel less alone as we navigate that crazy thing called life. This show is sponsored by absolutely bloody nobody, because, well, no one is willing to pay me for this shit yet but I am a huge believer in supporting other small businesses that I love and fellow entrepreneurs who, like me, are trying to make the world a better place. So if you hear me recommend or promote other coaches, products or services, please know that it's not an ad. I just want to share the love. Also though, if you did want to sponsor me, I would completely be okay with that. So you could email me at info at Do Chanel sponsor podcast. Today I want to talk about what success is and why when we define success in a certain way, we run the risk of putting a spanner in the works when it comes to manifesting results for ourselves. So we're going to go into that in just a second. I am just going to see if anyone else is going to join me. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to tell you the story about my cup of tea. My joint favorite flavor tea is cocoa and chili by a brand called High Living. And I drink it by the bucket load. As we went into lockdown, 
I noticed that I couldn't find this particular brand of tea or this particular flavour of tea anywhere. And I was like, oh, that's a bit weird, but maybe there's like an ingredient or something, you know, maybe they're out of stock of something, which means that, you know, and who knew what was going on at the beginning of lockdown, right? Everyone was like, oh, I got my toilet roll anymore. Anyway, then I made a comment about it on a live and I was like, my favourite tea is out of stock all of the time at the moment. And someone sent me a PM and said, oh, it's because there's a certain flavour. I think it was like the, the cocoa or maybe, the, no, it wasn't the chilli, it was the cocoa or something. They couldn't import it because of restrictions because of lockdown. Now, I just heard that story and I went, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That sounds like that's feasible, isn't it? We're in the middle of lockdown. There's restrictions around imports and exports. Can't get any cocoa in. Sure, that's why I haven't got my tea. And every time I've been back to the supermarket since, I'm a Coles girl, so for my British comrade, comrades, comrades, <laughs> Coles is like Sainsbury's, right? We've got Woolworths or Coles, and in England we've got Tesco's and Sainsbury's. Now, I'm a Coles girl, through and through. And so every time I've been to Coles, I've been like, oh, yeah, I just have a look at down the tea aisle, and it's never there, and I'm always disappointed, and I come home without it. And then, because I haven't stopped bitching and moaning and going on about this fucking tea, right? All of a sudden, one of you lovely lot was like, oh, I've, I've seen a packet of that. I'll bring some into your yoga studio for you. And how delightful, right? Now I've got my hands on this like one precious, precious carton of tea. And then somebody else did exactly the same thing. They were like, oh, no, I, I, I've seen some in the shop near me. I'll bring it in. And then all of a sudden, I just started thinking. I was like, why do I, why am I holding on to this story that, this tea is out of stock when other people can clearly get their hands on this tea. Other people who live in the same neighbourhood as I live can clearly get hold of this tea. And so then today I was like, I always shop at Coles. I wonder whether they've got any in stock in Woolworths. And lo and behold, I walk into Woolworths and there's a fucking shelf of the fucking stuff. And this might sound like a really benign story and you're like, yeah, all right, Em, why are you wasting my time telling me this shit story about tea? But you listen to the fucking code that I am speaking here. The context is irrelevant. How many of us are walking around believing stories that somebody has told them and therefore creating the manifestation of that in our very lives? Someone told me that because of uh, lockdown, they couldn't import the cocoa, therefore there was none of my tea. And I assumed that that was the truth. And so it became my truth in my physical manifestation because I never questioned it. But how many of us are wandering around our lives just living stories that we've been told and assuming that they must be true and then going into the same supermarket and seeing the same proverbial empty shelf? Like, question the stories that you get told. I didn't think to question the story. I was just like, oh, okay, that's why. Okay, I'll just put up with not having my favourite tea. So... Just stop questioning the stories that you are told and talking about questioning the stories that we are told. Today, I want you to start questioning success. Now, this question was posed to me in the Hub. And if you're not a member of the Hub, you batshit crazy, I'm telling you now. The Hub is amazing. It's like the one-stop shop for everything from manifestation to managing your mind to deepening your spiritual connection. So we talk a lot about the law of vibration and the law of attraction. I teach you how to speak the language of the universe I teach you how to rid yourself of the energetic blocks and the vibrational frequencies that are keeping you held back from manifesting what it is that you desire. And in that, 
one of the things that I think is really important that you very rarely hear coaches talk about is what is your definition of success? Now, why am I talking about, what, what do I mean when I say what's your definition of success? I think most of us were born into the paradigm or the story or the belief system that success means earning a certain amount of money. Success means having a house. Success means uh, owning the right kind of car. Success means getting married and having children. But never once has anyone said, but are you happy in that version of success, in that materialistic, capitalistic, commoditized? Is commoditized a word? Yeah, fuck it, commoditized is a word now. No one has ever asked, is, does that make you happy? And so here we are, day in, day out, thinking, I'm not successful, I'm not a successful woman because I'm not married, I'm, there must be something wrong with me because I'm single, I'm not on the property ladder yet, therefore I can't consider myself to be a successful human being. And this is what, let me tell you why this is problematic. That's my washing machine in the background, just quietly. When I put myself in the vibrational frequency of, I am not enough, I do not have enough, those sorts of uh, conscious or subconscious thoughts that we have hold a vibrational frequency to them. And that vibrational frequency is one of scarcity and lack. I am not enough, I am not successful, I do not have enough, that person is further along than me, that person has more than me, that person's achieved more than me, therefore that person is more successful than me, therefore I am not, in comparison, a successful person. So now I am in a vibrational frequency because of the story that I chose to believe that has been passed down to me from my parents, from their parents, from my cultural conditioning, from my religious upbringing, from the schooling that I went to, you will be enough if you get this in your life. If you have this type of job, if you're this type of person, if you look like this, stay young forever, women, or you'll never be fucking lovable by the fucking face cream. So here I am, right, listening to this day in, day out. It's absolutely everywhere around me. It's on every advert. It's on the side of the fucking bus that goes past. It's what my parents taught me. You'll be okay. You'll be looked after by a man, right? Fucking the Little Mermaid, Cinderella, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty. They all had the same fucking subliminal message. And so here I am now as a grown-ass woman being like, oh, my God, I am 39 and single. There must be something wrong with me. I'm not successful. I'm not on the property ladder yet. I only drive an average car. Oh, my God, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. And yet, at the same time, here I am going, right, I'm going to learn about this manifestation stuff. I'm going to learn about how to manifest a, a beautiful, wonderful relationship. I'm going to learn how to manifest more money. I'm going to learn how to manifest, insert whatever it is here that you want to call into your current reality. But I am in a vibrational frequency, which is counteracting that. Now, the universe doesn't care what you write down on a bit of fucking paper. The universe doesn't give a fuck about your vision board. The universe doesn't even care about what you speak. The universe cares about the vibrational frequency that you are putting out. And the vibrational frequency that you are putting out will be heavily dependent on what you choose to look at, the words that you speak, the thoughts that you have, the stories that you choose to pick up or put down, what your vision board looks like. Yeah, yeah, all great. But the important thing to remember here is that the language of the universe is vibrational frequency. So while you are sitting at home with your affirmations and your vision board going, I attract a beautiful, wonderful partner, I attract a beautiful, wonderful partner, but inside you're feeling like you are not successful because you do not have a partner yet, you are putting out the vibrational frequency which is counteracting what it is that you want to attract. And that is what the universe is listening to. And that is why you're getting more of the same, more of the same, more of the same, more of the same. So I propose to you that you decide today, right here, right now, 
to redefine what success is. Because while you are grading yourself by a metric that nowhere on it says the word fucking happiness or peace or contentment or self-love, you're fucked. If your metric of success is how much stuff have I got, how far along the property ladder am I, how many cars are in my driveway, how many diamonds are dripping off me, and not how content am I, how happy am I, how solid am I, then you are always going to be in a vibrational frequency of scarcity. It doesn't matter how many cars you drive. It doesn't matter how many partners you do or do not have. It doesn't matter how many houses you buy. You will never feel enough. When will it ever be enough? What are you trying to fill with that materialistic possession? What are you trying to prove? And to whom are you trying to fucking prove it? To the people who passed you down this story, who themselves are not happy? What are you proving to them? I've got a little list of what I define success to be. By sharing it, I hope to be able to inspire you to redefine your own version of success so that you can put yourself more and more into the vibrational frequency of abundance and achievement and accomplishment. And when you are in those vibrational frequencies, then, and this is the paradox, it is much easier for the universe to give you what it is that you want in your physical manifestation. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I came up with seven, seven sort of criteria, if you like, for success. And this is just mine. This might not be yours. It's all good. There isn't a, a global definition of success, or there shouldn't be a global definition of success. It should be what makes me feel successful and happy. This is mine. So the first is I feel supported by and connected to the universe and I have faith. Now, when I talk about faith, I'm not talking about God as in a religious entity or the dogma of religion. I am talking about this understanding that I am connected to the divine intelligence and the energetic life force that is not just planet Earth, not just other human beings, but the entire universe. My current working hypothesis on that is that when I am in that connection, when I spend time with nature, when I spend time in meditation, when I choose to sit in stillness with those energies, I feel like I am looked after because I feel like I'm strengthening my connection to a divine intelligence that will always have my back. Now, that doesn't mean it's always going to give me what I want. Sometimes it gives me what I need, but I have faith that I will always be looked after by the universe. That faith, that to me is the ultimate definition of success. If you have faith that you will always be okay, whether or not you drive the latest car or whether or not you have to walk everywhere, I would rather walk everywhere and have faith than drive the nicest car that ever there was and not have faith. Where's the point in driving a fucking Lamborghini if you're scared that any moment now it's all going to be taken away or if you wake up in the morning feeling anxious or if you have to pop a fucking pill to put yourself to sleep. I'd rather walk everywhere, wake up in the morning with love in my heart and fall asleep with dreams in my brain. No, never said that before, fall asleep with dreams in my brain. So to feel supported by and connected to the universe so that I can have faith. The second thing is, am I laughing, deep belly laughing every single day? Now, that for me is a huge definition of success. If I can be in laughter and find humor and lightness and fun and playfulness in my day on a daily basis, that is success. 
I would rather be in that energetic frequency and be living off fucking beans all week than be in, you know, the nicest five-star fucking restaurant eating lobster but having the dullest time. Where's the point? Where's the point in sipping on champagne if you're not going to enjoy it? Because I look successful to other people? Because other people will define me as successful if I'm sitting in this restaurant? I'd rather be sitting in a greasy spoon with my head thrown back, laughing until I'm crying. Any day. That, for me, is the definition of success. Did I laugh today? Number three. Do I have deeply connected and supportive relationships? And this is my belief that to be in a deeply connected and supportive relationship with anybody else, you must be in that relationship with yourself first. Now, there is a whole module on relationships in the hub. Um, but before that, preceding that module, there's a whole module on personal power and leadership. Because I don't believe that it is plausible for you to have a deeply connected, highly resourceful relationship with another person if you do not have personal power and leadership in yourself first and foremost the fourth thing is am i contributing and making the world a better place that for me is the definition of success do i believe that the man in the suit who is working for the bank who is making a fuck ton of money and bonuses whilst people are losing their houses and not being able to feed and clothe their children, do I think that that guy is successful? No. Do I think the people who are showing other people how to love themselves, how to put down stories about themselves, how to be better humans, how to love more deeply, how to move away from fear, how to come to a place of unity, how to come to a place of connectedness, do I believe those people are successful? Yes. Every time. How much money you earn does not interest me. How much good are you doing in this world? That is the definition of success. How much love are you spreading? How many compliments are you giving? How are you helping people? That's what's important, not how much fucking money did you make by capitalizing on another person's loss. That, for me, is not success. Number five. Do I, on a daily basis, sit in self-awareness so that I can be in self-love and self-trust? So in the hub, there is a whole bonus section around meditation and mindfulness. And actually, once a month, we did one this morning, in fact, once a month, we have a live webinar where we deconstruct an issue. So for example, today's was, how do we deal with people's jealousy? So jealousy from others to self. And then we do a meditation to help us release some of that and to help us integrate what we've learned. And so for me, learning about sitting in stillness, learning about sitting in self-awareness, learning about sitting in the witness of myself so that I can witness myself in my emotions, so that I can better unpack those that do not serve me and continue to strengthen those that do means that I fall more and more in love with myself every single day. And when I am in love with who I am and the way that I'm rocking up and the boundaries that I'm setting and the way that I'm contributing to the world around me and my deeply wonderful, amazing, connected relationships, then I can be in a place of self-trust, which also links back to this idea of like how connected are you to the universe, to nature, to oneness, to God, whatever you want to call that. Because when you are disconnected from that, when you are disconnected from yourself, how can you be in trust? It's impossible to be in trust. And I'm not talking about trusting other people. Trusting other people is a, is a nice kind of like Brucey bonus benefit from trusting your connection to oneness, whatever you want to call that. I call it God, but whatever you want to call it, the energy, the universe, the solar system, science, whatever, right? 
It's, it's having that connection so that you can be in self-trust. So now it doesn't matter if you betray me, I still trust myself. I still trust me. And so your betrayal of me is not about me, it's about you. So it's not my, I, don't have to, I don't have to own your betrayal. I can be hurt by it, I can be annoyed by it, and I can certainly learn my lesson from it, but it's not mine, it's yours. And that is a deep level of self-trust that comes from self-awareness. It comes from sitting at the seat of your soul and witnessing yourself. It's a deeply spiritual practice. This is what we talk about, and I think spirituality has got such a kind of like white girl healing white girl kind of connotation to it these days, unfortunately, and I, I think it's got a little bit of a bad rep. Really, my understanding or my definition of spirituality is quite literally, do I know myself enough to trust my own judgment, to trust and back my own decisions, to look at myself in the mirror and say, I really love the person that you are becoming. I'm going to love you as you are today. And that for me is spirituality. That is spiritual connection for me. Number six, is there little to no drama in my life? That is a definition of success for me. I have no interest in what she said, what he said, and then she did this, and then he did that, and oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. That for me is lots and lots of sloppy energy that is defense, it's protection, it's borderline bullying, and really fucking gross. And that is absolutely who I used to be. I used to be the queen of drama, the queen of gossip. I used to work in a really toxic environment that was my doing in many respects. I was a huge participant in that drama. And these days, I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm not going to be in that conversation. I, I, I can have that thought, and then I can let that thought go. I don't need to take that thought and take it to my best friend. And have you heard what she said? And then she did. No, she didn't. Yeah. Like, that is, it, it, for me, where I am in my life right now, that is an indication to me that there is some stuff that's going on with me that I need to deal with. And if I'm not dealing with it, then... I am in a vibrational frequency which is going to counteract who I want to be and what I want to achieve. And then the last is, do I feel free and safe and, and at peace internally? Do I feel free, safe and at peace internally? And why I say this as an internal thing and not an external thing is that what I'm learning to be true more and more and more is this art of surrender. So surrender is the fifth step of the five-step manifesting process that I teach you in module one in the hub. What surrender means to me is to release control of the people, the circumstances, the events, the universe, that which we cannot control. I cannot control anyone but me. I cannot control a global pandemic. I cannot control an economic crisis. I can control me and my vibrational frequency, my thoughts, my feelings. Those are the things that are in my power, my actions. My thoughts, my feelings, and my actions. Those are the things that are in my power. And the more that I choose to sit from the seat of self-awareness and unpack the stories and the belief systems and the paradigms that no longer serve me and start to treat myself with love and compassion and self-parent myself and stand in my fullest sense of integrity, which is something I teach you in the self-love module of the hub, then I can be free to express myself, free to take chances, free to love wholeheartedly, free to speak my truth, and I can also feel totally and utterly safe in myself and the universe. And that's when I can be at peace. And that means that whether or not there's a 
global financial crisis or whether or not there's a global pandemic or whether or not he leaves or she says this or that person happens to become ill or insert whatever it is here. I am okay. That doesn't mean I don't have hard feelings. That doesn't mean I don't have bad days. That doesn't mean I don't have grief. That doesn't mean I don't have sadness. It means that I'm okay with having those feelings. I don't run from those feelings. I don't suppress those feelings. I don't try and run away from them as if they weren't happening. I, I run towards them and I go, okay, this is a feeling that I'm having right now. Let me have you. Let me hear you. Let me love you so I can transcend you so I can get back into the vibrational frequency which is going to attract to me what it is that I desire and so I really encourage you today to redefine your definition of success right so you know let's intellectualize this and then let's actually embody this right because information is something that we can intellectualize I understand this concept with my mind but embodying something is about experience and that's when we really actually get to like turn that information into knowledge in our heart that's when we embody it so i encourage you to embody this information and not just hear this information embody it so it becomes knowledge so sit down with the pen and paper today and ask yourself if i chose to put down the story that i have learned around what success is whether that be marriage and children whether it be being on the property ladder whether it be earning a certain amount of money if i choose to put that story down right if I choose to pick up a different story, if I choose to look in a different proverbial supermarket, or metaphorical supermarket, if I choose to look at life a bit differently through a different lens with a different perspective, I get to choose my definition of success. What would that look like? And then it doesn't need to be seven points. It can be 25. It can be 100. It can be one. But I suggest that, you know, success is less about what have you, I got and it's more about how do I want to feel and you will be surprised at how successful you will become instantly when you do this exercise. If there are gaps where you're like, wow, I'm not being that right now, I'm not feeling that right now, at least you now have knowledge of that gap. Before, you didn't even have knowledge that it was a gap. You just thought you needed another holiday or a bigger car or a better house. But now at least you can be like, wow, hang on a minute. There is something fundamental going on here. I'm not sitting with myself. I'm not in witness of myself. I'm not in self-awareness with myself. I'm not in love with myself. What can I do to fill that gap? And if you're interested, please get in touch about joining the hub. You will never, ever, ever regret investing time and money and energy into sitting with yourself and learning how to love yourself. So don't just listen to this and then go away and be like, oh, I heard some information about success today. Go and embody this. So sit down and, and spend the time asking yourself, what would you like success to be defined as? And then go and live those qualities. Go and make decisions based on that metric and not some outdated grey suit fucking patriarchy that's been passed down from generation to generation to generation and is quite honestly proving a very fucking broken society as a result of it. Whew, that's all I had to say, really. If you're anything like me, your first thought in the morning is often one of, oh, holy fuck. We wake up instantly feeling like we're in lack. Not enough sleep, not enough time, not enough. We scroll through social media and feel not enough. We think about our day ahead and feel underprepared, uninspired or overwhelmed. What if we're not enough? Before we're even out of bed, our mind is telling us all sorts of crazy stories. And these stories set the precedent for our day and have a huge effect on our results. 
Imagine if you could start your day with a different thought. Imagine waking up to a daily reminder of the greatness that lies within you. Imagine having your own personal and funny cheerleader inspiring you every single day. Imagine your first waking thought being one of abundance and purpose. Well, imagine no longer, my friend, because now you can wake up with M. Wake Up With M is a text message service for women who are ready to wake up to their power, purpose, and passion. A daily motivational message from me personally to get you smiling into your day and vibing high from the moment you wake up and all for less than the price of a couple of lattes a month. And even better, you get the first month completely for free. Because, well, you know, you might actually find it really annoying to have a daily reminder that you're amazing and capable and awesome. Head to emilychadbourne.com forward slash wake up or check out the link in the show notes below. Good morning, you're awesome.